All right, SGG. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Cheap Heat. The show started actually earlier, and we weren't on our microphones, so it sounds a little different. Um, but don't worry, we'll end up back sounding like we do right now. But let's go to the beginning of this week's pre-Money in the Bank Cheap Heat podcast. Yes, sir, we promised you a great man. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the number one sports and recreation podcast in the world. My name is Peter Rosenberg. Another crazy week has passed. Um, I hope you've been able to enjoy yourself. I hope tonight, today, whenever you're hearing this, you'll make time to go check out youtube.com slash complex. New episode open late with Joey Badass is mwah, magnifique, if I do say so myself. And I am joined today by the physically large one, the crazy man himself. Mr. Stat Guy Greg. SGG, how are you? Yes, yes, I'm doing great. P, how you doing? I'm good, SGG. Did you manage to make it through a week without, like, offending or hearing from many of our listeners who were angry at you? Um, yeah, I didn't hear from anybody who was really angry at me. Uh, and if I did, I was too busy enjoying myself to, to wow. be calmed down with the negativity. Now, I do want to just tell everyone real quick who's hearing the audio and thinking it sounds repug to let you know it's just going to be this early segment at the top of the show because schedule-wise, me and Greg have been struggling to make any time. So I'll be on a proper mic shortly. But for right now, this is uh, the situation we're dealing with. Um, <laughs> yeah. SGG, How are you going to just bury our segment like that? Yeah, terrible, terrible. But um, I will I will get back on a microphone at some point. But, yeah, we just don't have a lot of like, good timing situation. Um, and we had to get on the line to at least preview Money in the Bank together. And then after Greg disconnects, I will, uh, I'll jump back on and we'll do our, our mailbag. Um, but SGG, let's start outside the ring. First of all, I'm hearing rumors that the maker of shoes and his sad, evil, small time manager are upping the, the war against GP. Is that true? That is true. I mean, there's been a lot of, a lot of jibber jabber and slick talk coming from their side on social media. I mean, I really don't understand it. I really don't understand how they expect us to pay too much attention to it with them, you know, throwing rocks at the throne. But, uh, but here we are. And I know SummerSlam is right around the corner. So like I told them on social media, at some point, you know, you're going to have to say this to our face. Yeah. And (laughs) you just have to show up. And that's, that, that's, that's if Bill Simmons is interested in SummerSlam. Cause you know, he shows up every two years at WrestleMania and gets the royal, the royal treatment. Cause he's Mr. HBO. He's Mr. Podcast Man, you know? So if, does he even know what SummerSlam is? You know? Like, his frame of reference of wrestling is, is Big John Studd. You know what I'm saying? It ends after that. Right. He might not know that Big John Studd is no longer with us. So I'm not sure, and it's hard for me to make time because I'm so busy enjoying myself, you know, with all the things I have going on. Um, so anyways, SGG, I, I heard they pulled my voice from the intro to the show. Yeah, <laughs> despicable. I mean, let's be wow. honest, though. People listen though, listen for you anyway, so that's that, – I, I get that it. That makes me feel it's like they may not listen anymore. They may actually – 
They may now listen. I got to tell you, I saw we got a tweet yesterday from someone who's like, "I'm out on GP. You guys stink. You're not fun anymore." Okay, cool. I don't understand that, but I'm happy to hear it. But then here's the one yesterday. I'm walking down the street, and some dude who works security randomly sees me on the street and is like, "Yo, Rosenberg, what up? Big fan." I go, "Oh, thanks so much." He goes, "I love everything you do except cheap heat." Oh, I went. Now I didn't stop walking because I'm too mage to slow down. Hashtag too mage to slow down. But I, I said, I, I leaned, I looked back when he said that because I was already past him. And I went, why don't you like Cheap Heat? He goes, you sold out. <laughs> what? Yo, Hold do on, me a let favor. me get this right. Go ahead, try. Let me get this right. You sold out on Cheap Heat when, when Cheap Heat started, if I'm not mistaken, it was you and uh, the maker of shoes. Mm-hmm. It didn't even have a name, and it eventually became named Cheap Heat. That's right. And then the maker of shoes literally went Hollywood. That's right. That's literally right. went to the West Coast. Literally works, his literally own, does the pot does his own podcast on a Hollywood lot. Yes, that's right. Literally. Yep. The, started his own podcast, started inviting celebrity guests. So we had to go in and find a replacement, you know, in every man. We get the Brian Campbell. Who not even a year later, he sells out. Secure, secures the bag from CVS, and he, that's right. He dips. Yep. We're still here flying the flag uh, of the cheap heat banner, the official cheap heat banner, and we're the sellouts. We well, stayed home, and, it, and we're the sellouts. Well, the best part about that is SGG. They sold out and ran into these other things. In the time that cheap heat's been going, I since. Got a job at WWE. Have continued to do the podcast. Continued to talk my ish. Continue to complain about the things I don't like. And I'm the sellout? I'm just right. so confused. Even, it's the antithesis. Even with the job, you let them know, like, you have to do this. This is what you do for the people. And listen, there's heat. Sometimes there's heat. It's cheap heat sometimes. But anyways, so shout out to that jabroni. Um... But anyways, uh, Greg, outside the ring, let's move quick because I got to get to this Money in the Bank preview with you, and I have limited time. Uh, hit me so, with it. What what happened outside the ring? So we all saw CM Punk um, oh, lost God. his fight on Saturday. Um, in in embarrassing fashion, and I, I know people are not gonna like that I said that. Um, you know, there are people who feel like you know he was fighting for his dream, and you know it was his dream to. Oh, stop to compete it. in the UFC, and he did that. And, and listen, I respect you. If you respect that, I also respect that. But both can be true. You can have a dream, and you can chase your dream, and then achieve your dream, and then be told that you sucked at your dream, and you should not have gone for it. You know what, SGG? You said that really well. I'll be brief on this. Um, I give credit to CM Punk for trying to do something that he didn't know how to do and wanted to go for it. It was terrible. It was bad for, it was a bad look for UFC. It was a bad look for WWE. It was a bad look for the fight game in general. It was terrible. I, I, it was so bad. He got manhandled by another dude who was trash. He got <laughs> yeah. manhandled by a dude who wasn't able to finish him. 
And, you know, to me, call me old school. I haven't talked to Dipperstein. We already know how Dipperstein feels about punk, but I'm sure he'd feel the same way. Listen, I know there is a huge difference between sports entertainment and fighting. That being said, the current champion of WWE is Brock Lesnar, a legitimate tough guy. I don't like when one of the longest reigning WWE champions in history gets destroyed by a non-legit fighter. That's a bad look. That upset me. Now, Punk doesn't care because he's made incredibly clear he has no interest in coming back to WWE. He has no interest in wrestling again. Cole Cabana said this week on Busted Open that maybe in 10 years, but, you know, he doesn't think Punk has an interest. So Punk doesn't care. You know, and Corey Graves tweeted about it this week. Punk doesn't care about anything related to wrestling. He doesn't care about the friends he had in wrestling. And a lot of people speculating that Corey Graves was faking that. I have not spoken to Corey Graves about this, but I will tell you one thing. I've spoken to him in real life before. His feelings about being disrespected by Punk as a friend are very real. Very real. That ain't a work. That's how he feels. CM Punk held his firstborn child before he did. You saw that quote, right? I did. And he's told me that before. He was traveling when his child was born. Punk went to the hospital. These are real-life friends who Punk has also just said bye to because I guess he feels that people who stayed with WWE are somehow supporting a company that was against him. I'm starting to understand why Dip feels the way he does, man. And in in getting destroyed like that, maybe it was the ultimate victory over WWE for Punk because he made the WWE look silly. He made, I think, all of us look silly in some way by being that bad. Um, yeah. Uh, and, and I know that's harsh, but it's how I felt. Also, let me say, big gas face to UFC for running the Ronda Rousey promo. For during their pay-per-view, they ran a straight-up WWE ripoff Hall of Fame promo. Like, look who we're inducting to the Hall of Fame, just like they would in WWE, except they were like, we think she'll do great in whatever her future holds. And I thought that was real weak, considering WWE always shows love to UFC. I thought that was weak. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. Um, Like, her future (laughs) is this weekend against Nia Jax. That's her future. Right. She's a, she may very well be a champion in another industry. Like you can, it's okay to say WWE. Like just because I, I CM Punk was... is avoiding it and ducking it doesn't mean that you also have to. Yeah. It was petty. It was petty. All right. Actually, let's keep moving. Anything else huge outside? It has to be big because we got to move. So this may very well end up being big. Um, depending, especially depending on the success of all in in September, but Ring of Honor is running a show at uh, Madison Square Garden next year. Like a full on, I think it's going to be televised show. Wow, in the big room at the garden. Yes. And I think that's huge because, uh, MSG is WWE territory. Yeah. So it's sort of wild to me that another, another promotion is going in there. And, and, and and really interesting if they're going to try to televise it because. I believe the reason WWE doesn't televise an MSG anymore is because the garden's so expensive. Um, the union rules and things like that are just really difficult. So 
Well, I'm speculating on the on it being televised, but they're definitely running a show. Um, oh, I bet it at, won't be MSG. I, and if, if I was we're them, I would at least tape it. Yeah, if we're speculating, I bet it won't be because the the the, the cost in associated with the guard. Um, all right, SGG. Anything else? Um, besides that, uh, this is not WWE, so it's it's outside WWE, but in the ring. Um, NJPW Dominion was this past weekend, and Chris Jericho, um won the IWGP Intercontinental Championship. Yes, I he saw defeated, that. He defeated Naito, the first person to hold the WWE and the IWGP Intercontinental Championships. Um, Kenny Omega also became IWGP Heavyweight Champion at this match. Um, Shout out. You heard my cab driver just there? I did. I did. Shout out to my you cab driver. You got that address. I, damn, you could hear that too? Damn. I did. You got to bleep it. Yeah, if you just pull up to that street, I'll jump out there. Thank you. All right, SGG, let's get into it. Um, we got to go out of order here and jump right to our preview for Money in the Bank. Do you have the card in front of you? I do. All right, hit me. So, um, the first match right out the gate that we should, I think we should get this out of the way. Bobby Lashley versus Sami Zayn in the singles match. I, I will pick Bobby Lashley. This is a, uh, Story that has, we all know, not been executed beautifully. Although Sammy has been marvelous on the mic. But I mean, I imagine the point of this whole thing is for us to see Bobby Lashley standing strong with a big victory over a known opponent. You agree? I agree. I'm also going to go Bobby Lashley. I hope it's not a squash match or anything that makes, uh, Sammy look too, too bad. Um, I hope it's competitive. But I'm going to go Bobby Lashley. If there wasn't money in the um, bank, I would say maybe KO gets involved and it leads to something between KO and Lashley. We'll see. But that could always happen later. Um, all right, what's next, SGG? The Bludgeon Brothers versus uh, Gallows and Anderson for the SmackDown Tag Team Championship. It's on the pre-show. Um, yeah, but so guess I, what? I'm, I'm, I'm on the pre-show. I'm on the pre-show, too. So it's basically the main event. You know what I'm saying? Of course. Of course. Um, as for who's going to walk out with the championship, though, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be the Bludgeon Brothers again. Yeah, uh, I would say so as well. Don't think for for the kind of tag team they are, I can't see it ending for them right now. So let's go, let's go, Bludgeon Brothers. All right, and moving on, we have Daniel Bryan versus Big Cass. Um, again, Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan. Um, I, I, I understood why we didn't like get straight to Miz. I'm glad we didn't get straight to Miz. Don't know if this is the way I've loved to see Daniel Bryan, but there is something to be said for seeing him get wins over someone like Big Cass. Um, but yeah, let's keep it moving. I'm going to say Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Roman Reigns versus Jinder Mahal. Roman. I just can't picture Jinder getting a win in that spot, even though I would love to see it. Um, I'd love to see Jinder be strong and continue to be able to be a factor, but uh, it's hard for me to, it's hard for me to picture it. Um, so I'm gonna go Roman. Well, guess what? It was hard for You're us to picture Jinder beating Randy Orton. It was hard for us to picture Jinder beating Shinsuke Nakamura at SummerSlam. And then the pay-per-view after that, I am going Jinder Mahal. He surprised wow. us all last year. How are we gonna, how are we gonna, you know what I mean? Got to go Jinder Mahal on this one. Boy, it would be, boy, how the mighty have fallen if Roman Reigns 
without a title loses to Jinder Mahal on Money in the Bank would be interesting. All right, what's next? Um, Seth Rollins versus Elias for the WWE Intercontinental Championship. I'm gonna go Seth here. Um, you know I'm a big Elias guy. Um, it just doesn't. You know I don't know actually. I don't. You know what? You know what? Screw it. I'm gonna go Elias. I think it would shake mm. things up a little bit. I think Elias has been around and and, and doing awesome work in different ways for a while now. So maybe this is the moment to start getting him to get taken a little bit more seriously. I'll go Elias. I am going to go... I'm going to go Elias as well. I like Seth Rollins' independent champion. He's been doing great work. But um, I don't know if there's any time to do it. Like you said, now's the time, and it would free up Seth for, um, for bigger Thank and you, bud. things. Thank you, bud. Uh, um, damn it. I, the only thing I don't like about that as I step out of this cab in New York City is that that keeps us picking the same again, but it's all right. All right. Maybe we'll luck out and get to see a big Elias celebration. What a, what a fun, what a and glorious, that, it would be, it would be at celebration levels. And that guitar was beautiful too, by the way. So I just want to see that again. Oh <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, it's amazing. Um, Moving right along, we have Carmella versus Asuka. I don't know and I how. I think Carmella loses it. Yeah, I don't know how. But by hook or by crook, I think Carmella finds a way. Seems like it would be really there, quickly. There has been rough. speculation that, that James Ellsworth uh, is making a WWE return this weekend. Um, fueled by the fact that he was scheduled for, he was booked for something in China. And canceled at the last minute. Hmm. Well, last and minute. That's that sounds like the storytelling I've become accustomed to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, it seems as though you know James Ellsworth's status is up in the air, and if that is true, I could see him coming back and. Uh, I would enjoy that side again. I would enjoy that. Um. All right. SGG. Are we up? Are we at the Money in the Bank matches? No, we have two more. We have, uh. Jeez Louise, Papa Jesus. Well, the Universal, the Universal Championship is not going to be defended here. Um, so we don't have to worry about that. Uh, Nia Jax versus Ronda Rousey for the Raw Women's Championship, though. I, I think some, I think Natty turns, we talked about this. I think Natty turns on Ronda, Nia wins. I don't, I think, I think, um, I don't think Ronda comes out and just cleanly wins the title already. So I'll go Nia. I think, I also think Natty turns on Ronda, but I think, I think Ronda wins. And I'll, 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 I'll expound upon that more when we get to the women's money in the bank match, but I think Ronda wins. All right, SGG, and now we're back on the good mics again. Um, we have covered up through the Raw Women's Championship match and the Carmella, the SmackDown Women's Championship match. What do you think we, uh, what do we get to next? Um, we skipped over the, the, that was my mistake, the Deleters of Worlds versus the B team for the Raw Tag Team Championship. Wow. You know, the B team is actually maybe the only, the, the B team may be the only true story happening on Raw right now, like in a traditional wrestling 
basic story sense, wouldn't you think? Um, well, the only good one. Uh, yeah, the only have... it's at least one that has people excited. Um, and it has me thinking maybe they keep the streak going and win the titles. What about you? Yeah, I, I agree. I do think they they pick up the win here. Um, inexplicably, it, it seems unlikely, but um, all of their wins have seemed unlikely so far. So I don't see any reason to keep the ball, you know, to stop that momentum right now. Yeah, I, I don't know if I would understand why you do it either. It's not like it's not like the uh, Matt Hardy Bray Wyatt team needs titles um, to be who they are. I don't think they do. So. All right, let's go B team then. Yeah, B team. Um, and this, I know you complained earlier about us being on uh, basically the same page, but um, you know we got AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura coming up, and then the two Money in the Bank matches. So I think this is where we're going to start to to shake things up and and differ a little bit. So um, let's start with AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura for the WWE Championship match, Last Man Standing. You know what, SGG? I don't know where you're going to go, but I know where I'm going to go. I'm going to go Shinsuke Nakamura. Um, I think it's time. I don't see where this story goes if you continue the exact same way. Hey, by the way, Alexa, uh, Tiger's back to seven over. Like one under. It's also now pouring rain. Sorry, guys. I'm giving my wife an update from this disastrous... U.S. Open. Um, but yeah, I, I just don't see where the story goes if you keep going on the path we're on. Um, and AJ just continues to retain, you know, and, and then what? Shinsuke just moves on to someone else? Cause this has to be the end, right? Yeah, this absolutely has to be the end. Um, and as much as I think I would enjoy a Shinsuke Nakamura championship run, and I think everybody will enjoy it. I don't think I don't think they pull the trigger on it for some reason. Um, so I'm going to go AJ Styles. All right. Well, I hope you're wrong, man, um, because I think it makes a lot more sense for Shinsuke to hold that title and have people coming for him than it would for him to sort of like arbitrarily decide, like, you know what? I'm now going to go after so-and-so. You know, like why? Why would that be his motivation? Um, so I'm going Shinsuke here. All right, and now here, here's the big one. This is what this is what everybody was waiting for, honestly. Um, the two Money in the Bank matches. So in the in the men's Money in the Bank ladder match, we have Braun Strowman, Finn Balor, The Miz, Rusev, Bobby Roode. Kevin Owens, Samoa Joe, and a New Day member who still has yet to be determined or to be announced, I should say. You would have to you would have to lean towards Kofi, right? As the New Day member that they throw in? Yeah. Um well see, I don't know. I think I think Woods Honestly, because Woods has, um, you know, Kofi's agile and, you know, Big E is, you know, strong. He's also agile, but he's definitely not like the high flyer that Kofi is. But Woods is like the best of both of them. Like Woods 
can be a powerhouse when he needs to be, and he can be um, a high flyer when he needs to be. And so I think his skill set, even though Kofi's is better for a ladder match, his is probably better for the opponents that are in there. But then I guess you could say Big E too, because you know you got Braun and Joe and KO. Those guys are all brawlers, really. So Big E can go toe to toe with them. Well, either way, I saw an inch. Go ahead. No, I saw an interesting uh, tweet. I can't remember who sent it that um, that maybe they all compete in the ladder match. Like they send one out, and then when that person starts doing bad, they're like, "No, no, no! This person is really who we wanted." to be in the match and then that person goes in and then like they just keep cycling in fresh members that would be interesting that would be interesting um i also liked the um suggestion that zach had on the show last week like that they're above tag titles and it would be cool if all of them held a title to the title um, yeah, no, I, I like that too. I think he's, I think he's right about that. As, at least as far as them being above the tag team titles at this point. So, who's your pick for the men's? Uh, my pick for the men's, I'm gonna go with Samoa Joe. It's funny that you say that because I was leaning the same damn way. God, are you serious? Yeah, I guess, I guess we're not gonna shake things up that much then because I'm, I'm gonna go with Samoa Joe. Okay, how about this? Let me start with this. Why not Braun Strowman? Why not Braun Strowman? Because I don't think, um, I don't think he needs, uh, the Money in the Bank briefcase to, to be considered, like, he's a threat at any point, at any time, to any championship, right? Which is what the Money in the Bank briefcase does for everybody else. It makes them a threat to any championship. Um, at any point, but Braun Strowman doesn't need that because just walking into the building, he becomes that. So he doesn't need it. Um, I think I can see Finn Balor and, you know, even Bobby Roode and KO getting towards the championship through more traditional means, you know, earning a spot and getting an, an announced in advance one on one match, you know, whether or not they win. Win it or not, I can see them going going at it that way. Um, Rusev, I don't think is there yet, and I do think the Miz is there, but they won't, you know, they won't put him there if that makes sense. He's been used such a uh, a valuable way to elevate people outside of the main event that I think they're going to continue to use him to do that, even in this match, um, and. Like you said, the New Day, they're sort of above the titles, but I don't think they get above the tag titles, but I don't think that means they get the briefcase this go around. So I'm going to I'm going to lean with Joe. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm trying to figure things out here myself. It has not been completely straightforward. Um, You know, they've had this set up for a long time, which is one of the things we found to be a problem. But at the same time. Um, I don't feel like this overwhelming feeling of what the number one story is. Give me the full lineup one more time. I want to hear. Um, it. I want to hear it out loud. Samoa Joe. All right. The Miz. Kevin Owens. Bobby Roode. Rusev. Finn Balor. Braun Strowman. And 
um, one of the New Day members, one or all of the New Day members, Big E, Kofi Kingston, and Xavier Woods? I'll tell you right now, the one thing that the 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 multiple brands, it being uh, related to both brands, does add a, a new wrinkle, right? It does have you thinking like about what potentially the, the different stories that could be in play. And like, right. and who you can picture having it for a while, like you know, Kevin Owens is someone I could totally picture holding it. Um, Braun, it's almost too easy if Braun has it, right? It just feels like you're waiting for them, him to then instantly take the title. Right. Um, I'm gonna go Samoa Joe too, and my only rationale is. This is not this is not being a good analyst. This is not why you get paid the big bucks. My my <laughs> my only real thought on that is that I can picture him with it. I can just picture it being a thing and his music hitting and people constantly being like on the lookout for for Joe. Um but I will tell you in a lot of ways I'm lost right now because the stories or lack thereof are sort of sort of makes it hard to tell where anything's going. Yeah. Which I think is by design though, right? Because with um with SummerSlam coming up, they really don't want their road to SummerSlam to be too predictable, even if the road to WrestleMania is always super predictable. So I think I think that's you know, they they want to throw us off the scent a little bit. Well, it's working. All right. Well, so we will both go Samoa Joe. Um, women's SGG, give us the full card for the women's Money in the Bank match. Okay. You have Sasha Banks, Ember Moon, Charlotte Flair, Alexa Bliss, Becky Lynch, Natalia, Naomi, and Lana. And uh, this one is tough because you got we got three of my sisters in there, so I gotta ch- I would have to choose between one of them if I want to go that route. You mean black you, you mean if you purposes. have to choose someone black because you're black in some yes, bizarro yes. racial draft where you right. are only allowed to choose people who you share skin color with? Exactly. Right. Exactly. It's a logical. But I don't have to do that. I don't have to do that. That's because right. Because I don't have to do that. I'm going with, um, I see Natalia and I see Natalia because I see Natalia getting that briefcase and cashing in on Rhonda if the women open up, um, open up the show. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. I love this, Greg. I love this. So this is probably something that is, uh, I could see people loving this as well. They start the show with the women's money in the bank because you have to break up the two money in the banks. The women's rumble yes. closed the rumble, so they're not going to close with it. They open with the women's money in the bank. Yes. Natty wins. Natalia gets the briefcase. And Ronda has a grueling match against Nia Jax. Natty comes and steals the title right off of her. Yes. Natty comes down, 
They celebrate, they hug in the ring, they make it a thing. Oh, best friends, we won, we won. And as soon as Ronda turns her back, she catches a briefcase to the back of the neck or however they want to do it. But Natty Natty strikes. Then Natty snatches the Raw Women's Championship off of Ronda. And then they roll on to SummerSlam with uh, Natty as the Raw Women's Champion. You know why I love that? It, it it finally gets Ronda in a real story, you know, not a, not a sort of, you know, even though we ended up getting an amazing match at WrestleMania, there was a story with her and Stephanie, and obviously that'll be a long-term story, but it didn't have, it was a little formulaic. And then this yeah, one it was, was contrived. It was contrived. And the Nia one's really contrived. Oh, there's a red carpet, whatever it may be. If, that were to happen, Ronda would have her first case of true WWE betrayal. You have a, (laughs) you have a real, a character now who's actually been through something since being there, who maybe can't just come out and smile and wave all the time because she's angry, which is what I want to see from Ronda. So, I love that um, as an idea. I will go Alexa Bliss um, only because how long is Alexa Bliss not going to be in the picture? You know, Alexa Bliss is still over like Rover. I, I, True. And, and, and to be honest, the briefcase is best suited on someone, a conniving weasel. That's who really the briefcase to me is made for. It's made for The Miz. It's made for Carmella. It's made for that conniving weasel who at some point, well, RIP brain, who at some point will take well, advantage. Well, we say that, but we say that, but um, I mean, you know, depending on the execution, though, it could, it could be, you know, given to somebody who's already a conniving weasel or it could be used to turn someone into... Great point. Um, Great point. I mean, listen, it was also a one-time babyface CM Punk who benefited from the briefcase. Yeah. You know? And And if I'm not mistaken, a a babyface Daniel Bryan won the briefcase and then turned into like this, (laughs) I don't even know what to call it, but like he, he healed out with the briefcase before he finally cashed in and was just like, went full heel with it. So yeah, there's a lot of ways it could go. Um, and we will find out on Sunday at Money in the Bank. SGD, do you have to go or do you have a few minutes for mailbag or you want me to do it by myself? Oh, yeah. I have a, of course I have some time for the mailbag. Because I know that you're a very busy man. I'm trying to get on your status. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, RosenbergBeats at gmail.com. As we're recording this show, I'm now watching Tiger tee off on the 18th. He was terrible off this tee yesterday. Let's see if he does a little better today. Rain coming down steadily at old Shinnecock. Yes, Excuse it, me? It's called Shinnecock. That's right. Uh, oh, he shanked it again. Oh, literally hit somebody. Literally looks like it bounced off somebody's leg. May have helped him out and kept him in the uh, short rough. Shorter rough. Um, That was also bad. Although Tiger's mostly been good off the tee the last... Uh, yesterday, that wasn't really where his problem was. Anyways, you do not care about that. What you do care about are the emails, and we care about you. 
throw this one out quickly. You just brought up Natty. Um, a gentleman hit me up, Tom. Okay. For Natty, instead of having her turn heel on Rhonda, what do you think about this? Have her be really upset about missing Money in the Bank, where she snaps and rehabs alone at home with her cats. We see her training and working out with two paws, coaching her. After a couple of weeks, she now identifies as a cat. She gets in full head-to-toe cat suit, tail and all, with just her face sticking out. She does backstage segments, doing random cat things, napping on travel gear, batting a yarn ball around. After a while, she'd be the biggest baby face in the women's division. Starts having matches against some jobbers, giving her a chance to, to test out some of her cat-like ring work. Build her up as a comedy baby face, but with an aggressive side, just like cats have. They could. Here's where it gets. It's already a stretch. Here's where it becomes a bigger stretch. They could. Right. They could even use this to bring Teddy Hart into the company. As her manager handler, since he's a legitimate cat trainer. <laughs> the best part of this email is that he then went to Kurt Hawkins' promotion, met Teddy Hart, and sent me the picture of Teddy Hart, who is no-selling the hell out of this paid-for picture. <laughs> <laughs> he got paid for the picture. Sounds like Teddy. Oh, it was phenomenal. It was really, really phenomenal. Oh, it was the most Teddy thing I've ever seen. SGG, Paul writes us and says, on the last episode, SGG said that Mike Work has held some wrestlers from reaching the top. Is Bret Hart one of those guys, Greg? No. Bret Hart's Mike Work in 1997 was stellar. But even if you take away the year 1997, Bret Hart's Mike Work did what Mike Work is supposed to do. It kept you engaged it made you believe that he was um, fighting from the underdog position. Like, you never got tuned out of a Bret Hart promo. He always sold you on the match. And then in the match, he delivered on what he said he was going to do in the weeks leading up to the match. He was the underdog, so he didn't need to yell and scream about how he was going to dominate. He told you how he was going to try to find a way to win, how he was going to scratch and claw his way to the top, which is what he did every time against Yokozuna, Diesel, the Undertaker, um, even going head to head with a baby face, Shawn Michaels, he got on the mic and the two of them together made you believe that this match that nobody really wanted to see was worth seeing. And then they gave you a 60 minute classic. So no, he's not one of those guys that the mic work has held back because his mic work wasn't, wasn't like Ric Flair levels or Hulk Hogan levels because he wasn't super animated. And that's what we loved as a kids. You know, we loved animated. These guys were like visual cartoons, but he did what he was supposed to do in the way that he was supposed to do it. In line with his character. Now I'm talking about guys like Cesaro, who can go in the ring. All right, I can't. I can't listen to this anymore. Have the body of the world champ, Greg. Are you suggesting on the mic? Are you suggesting that Bret Hart could not have been better on the mic and would probably be seen in an even more cut and dry, iconic space if his if his mic work had been better? No, I am. I'm not saying that he couldn't have been better on the mic. Okay, he could have been better on the mic. All right, I'm saying is that he's not like an all-time trash. He's not like an all-time trash wrestler. No, 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 like, no, no, no. I, I agree with you. We are. I'm on the same page. By the way, a big congratulations going out to the Magent Dipperstein, who has procured and purchased 
a home, a new home in the Hollywood Hills. Oh. So now, when you hear me talk about the Dipperstein, know that I will always be saying from Hollywood Hills or from his Hollywood Hills estate. So if you thought Heel Rosenberg was already in full effect, we just went up a whole nother level, SGG. That is mage. Um, Andy writes us and says, does SGG now stand for snack guy Greg? Please confirm. <laughs> Always has. Where's, where's he been? I'm not mad at snack guy Greg. Um, Rosenberg, best pizza in Chicago is a place called Pequod's. I don't know a Chicago one who wouldn't recommend them over Giordano's or Lou Malnati's. Um, if you need to stay downtown, check out Uno's. Um, my plan is probably Pequod's. Um, I went there last time with Alexa. We went to the Cubs game. We walked to Pequod's. It was phenomenal. So there's a chance. Jesus. Tiger from the rough to the trap. <laughs> you sound so disappointed about that. It's it's brutal. It has been this has been very tough to watch. It's not the worst look from the trap, but my lord. Anyways, uh so yeah, you may catch you may catch me at Pequod's uh on Saturday. It could happen. All right. Steven writes us, Hey Rosenberg, thought about booking the new day at Money in the Bank. What if they don't say who's the official member of the ladder match and they all compete in the match? There you go, Greg. Which each of them trying to get the briefcase. Every competitor is livid. They don't know who's officially in the match and they can't be DQ'd. Makes for interesting and hilarious spots with the winner being all three of them and they pass the briefcase back and forth to each other for months teasing a cash in with no one knowing who the real winner was. Leading to that New Day WWE champion that you guys mentioned last week. Mama Mama Mage, Michael Thomas. Even though your email says Steven, yeah. you called yourself Michael, it's confusing. <laughs> um, Cameron writes us and says, hey Rosenberg, does the term enjoy yourself low key refer to masturbation? <laughs> no, I mean it can if that's... Always being Mage, do, Cam. Enjoy yourself is... <laughs> I guess it is that by definition. <laughs> you know, on some level, but uh, that's not how it originally started. But there is a way to... Um, nice... I have a question, an enjoy yourself question. Please. Did Tom Phillips know? The, the, does he in on the catchphrase or is that just... Is that just how Tom Phillips lives life? Because I, I noticed he sound off... Did he, he break it? Off, did he break uh, last, it out out of nowhere? Did he randomly say "enjoy yourself"? Uh, last week, yeah, when you um, when you guys were on the phone and he told you, you know, he wants you to enjoy yourself. I don't know if he tried to beat you to it or if he's just if that's just how he lives. That's just how he is. I, I think that was just real and authentic. That's um, mage. Cody writes us said he really enjoyed last week's show with the return of the mic of the drop board. The random phone calls and a shockingly great, listen to this, Greg, and a shockingly great take by SGG on the story of Velveteen Dream's character development. Um, I want to know who you think would be the most interesting winner of the women's money in the bank for long-term storyline purposes. 
I feel like the story going into this match is non-existent, so hopefully something develops afterwards. Couldn't agree with you more. Not a huge Sasha Banks fan, but she could be a really interesting winner, particularly if she uses the briefcase to turn heel or if Bailey spoils her cash-in attempt. I would also like for Becky to win for similar reasons, igniting a heel turn for her or Charlotte based on jealousy. Let me know what you think, and let me know if you're going to do a cheap heat and greet in Chicago. I don't think I am. I'm a little busy this weekend, unfortunately. Wow. Was that too? That was heel. I apologize. Oh, my God. I know. I'm a a little too mage for a a heat and greet this weekend. Oh, my God. I have to go. I'm actually doing an interview for Open Late this weekend. Yeah, I can't wait to see that interview, too. I, I... I assumed when uh, Renee brought it up and I heard it was top secret that it was for open late. Did you have any and guesses? Ex- and, and without saying it, did you have any guesses on who it could be? I have two guesses. Um, now that you said open late, I guess that narrowed it down to one guess. But uh, But yeah, I'm not going to say on the show. I'll just say this. That I think people will enjoy themselves um, when they when they eventually figure out what the hell's going on. Uh, and of this- course they will, though. I mean, like if they've been if people have been watching, though, they've been enjoying um, all the episodes. Honestly, you've been stepping it up. I, I, I think they'll continue to enjoy themselves. Um, and maybe I'll try to get some bonus cheap heat content while I'm at it. Um, I also want to remind everyone, keep the emails coming at RosenbergBeats at gmail.com. Um, definitely keep the, definitely keep the, uh, tweet, the tweets coming. Rosenberg Radio and at Stat Guy Greg. And definitely tune in to a special start time, Money in the Bank, 7 p.m. on Sunday. Um, 6 p.m. will be the kickoff show. So join me there on the kickoff show. And SGG, I really believe this is a must-see Hard because frankly, with with the lack of storytelling on Raw recently, you, you really can't miss the pay per view. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, I really do, and not just Money in the Bank Takeover too, which we um we didn't really touch on at all this week. But I think the whole weekend is is going to be uh, must see, especially with. Um, like that last reader said, and like you, like you reiterated, the lack of a storyline going into these matches and the intrigue just about where they're gonna go, um, heading through SummerSlam and possibly to close out the year. And yeah, I hope that's what we get because I'll be honest, you know, I'm I'm excited for this pay per view, but I this has been and I've, I many people have reached out and told me that they think this is some of the roughest. St- stretches that there's ever been from a story standpoint ever yeah but i mean that's always around this time of year like the post wrestlemania they always struggle to to keep it hot and this is right around the time when they start to pick back up again so hopefully um hopefully they do it again this year yeah i hope so because it's a hell of a hell of a roster you have right now um there's an opportunity there so um sgg We'll talk over the weekend. Next week, we'll get our schedule together. I actually, by the time I get back from Chicago, all of my interviews for the rest of the season of Open Late will be done. So my schedule will be a little bit easier. And then I only have two episodes left 
Um, so I'll then have at least, at least a month or two off. Um, so things will calm down a bit. So SGG, do me a favor, um, and stay mage this weekend. I will. And you enjoy yourself in Chicago, P. 